Welcome to Culture Couch, a pop culture podcast. How do you feel about this episode? Uh, well, I really liked it. Okay. For the, for the most part, up until the end, and got a little strange. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I, okay, well, my first thought is, it reminded me a little bit of Game of Thrones, where you couldn't see half of the show. What do you mean? Oh, because it was the, so dark? It was so dark. Yeah. Like, has someone learned, like, yes, dark scenes are good, but for television... It's tough because people watch them in their house when it's mm-hmm. daylight outside. And there's like glares and stuff. Like it just, yeah, it doesn't work. Like you can fade the message that they're in a dark tunnel without making it pitch black on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my first thought. And then my second thought was the second end of that, the second half of end of whatever. Once he like wakes up from getting shot. Yeah. It what the heck was that about? To, straight to bonker town. Like it was so weird. Um, well, first off, for starters, I feel like we are starting to get more character development now, which I like. That's true. Um, do you think Arthur is lying to... Um, oh, my gosh. Layla. I ha- I, Layla. L- yeah, Layla. Layla. I was going to say, I had all the names. Like, I rehearsed them all in my head to make sure that we... I wouldn't forget any, and here we are. But, yeah, do you think he is lying to her about him? I think it's... Basically, like the stereotypical bad guy is bending the truth, trying to just manipulate like, her. Because then, when she talked to Mark, Mark was kind of said, "I was like, there, I was there, but, but I, I didn't, didn't do, do it, it. and yeah. I tried to stop him, but I couldn't." And by it, we mean killing her father, killing her father. Yeah. yeah. And then this this show actually did two stereotypical things that I kind of am getting tired of in Hollywood. That's one of them. Like. When you're in a crisis mode, why are you listening to the enemy like that? Mm-hmm. Like everything should be taken with a grain of salt. If you're going to listen to him, you should only believe half of what they're going to say. Not only that, it seemed really strange that he just happened to be there when she fell. Well, or like, well, she didn't fall, but she, didn't she pulled fall. herself back up. And that's the he other stereotypical thing it like, did. That's really convenient that you're there. And then um, when she like left, she like went out like down a corridor and then he was like still talking and she stopped and was like listening to him. It's like, yeah. just Go get out, go get what you need to do, do like finish your mission and get out. It, it, that whole part was a little strange. And they also did the stereotypical like tackle off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Looks like, and the first shot they're over here and the edge of the cliff is, you know, 10 feet to the right. And then the next shot is them like one hand on it. And you're like, the arms aren't long enough to even reach that. Yeah. I freaking hate when Hollywood does that. Mm-hmm. Like if, plot armor. If you're going to do like the tumble off the cliff, like don't do it where it's they're falling off the cliff together. And then all of a sudden they magically held on, like have them fall off the cliff and show them like grabbing it as they're falling to stay on. Yeah. This show just has moments where the special effects or visual effects are just really corny. I don't know what it is, but like when she, at the very beginning, when she throws the flare onto the box of explosive rounds and then it just like lights up the truck, like fireworks. It's not even. Yes. It didn't look like like it was, it didn't really look like an explosion. Granted. I don't know. I'm no weapon expert, but I feel like if the idea was to like make an explosion, like it needed to look like an explosion. Otherwise it just looked like someone stuck a 
ground fountain of fireworks on the back of the truck and lit it. Like, it just was really silly. And they also, I don't know if throwing a flare would set off all of the ammo like that. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they were explosive, maybe. And they could if they got hot enough, but they're, like, bouncing around in a truck. The odds of the flare, like, just bouncing off that to me is pretty high. Yeah. It The show just has layer on the cheese a little bit in certain spots. Yeah. Um, but okay. it did get a little bit dark when the one thing that was down there was, like, harvesting the dude's organs to make the canopic jars. The thing that does, like, that. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, this that is a was a Disney creepy. show. Like, And when she got pulled into the thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, then she it was started, super horror element to it. Yeah. And she, like, starts coming back out. And you're like, oh. And then it pulls, then right it pulls back. her back yeah, in. That was. Yeah. And then what? Should she break his arm off or something? And then he's trying to stab her with the bones sticking out yeah. of his arm. And she pulled off his mask. And he looked like, he kind of looked like Nosferatu, the old vampire. Like, the very, really old vampire movie. What is that thing? Do you think it's just like a guardian of the tomb kind of thing? I don't thing? know. I think uh, if it's like the Magi or something that are like undead, I, I have no idea. Mm. Um, and then as the focus changes to Stephen in the tomb, he finds the tomb of Alexander the Great. Yes. Who I gather was the avatar for Ahmet once before. Because yeah, he they pulled out it. the statue out of the or the little totem of Ahmet. They made it sound like he was the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why they put it in his mouth. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that it, they wanted to put it somewhere to where other looters wouldn't just immediately find it. So they put um, it inside of him, which is disgusting. If you think about. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Um, as far as story progression, how do you feel about this episode? I think it has provided us with more substance. Mm-hmm. I think we are getting closer, for sure, to figuring out like everything. I don't think this is going to be important in the Marvel Universe anymore. I don't think so either. I think... Well, I don't think Moon Knight's going to be important. Yeah. I think the gods are going to be. I think yeah. this is going to release all the Egyptian gods... Because they made a point to show them put, uh, not Ahmet, but uh, who's the other guy? Uh, I can never remember his name either. The god, the god, the Egyptian god? Yeah, that was Khonshu. Khonshu, yeah. Or, I'm pretty sure it was Khonshu. Yeah. They made a point to like put his on that mantle and they showed all the other ones that are in that yeah, are tombed. like all the other ones that are entombed, yeah. And I feel like they're all going to get released and it's going to cause like a huge mess and they're going to leave the show on a cliffhanger and someone else is going to have to come clean it up. Yeah, or something. Because what we're missing in the Marvel Universe right now is a supervillain. Like a big bad. Like a big bad, yeah. Uh-huh. And so what's bad than mean gods? And yeah. Egyptian gods could be super bad. Mm-hmm. So I could see that being... I don't, I but don't this see them like being like the big bad. And I don't think they would use Moon Knight as a setup for that. It seems like a weird move, mm-hmm. but... They definitely could spiral us into a different side of Marvel, for sure. I mean, they already kind of are doing that with the whole mystical side of it. But, yeah, I really, I just am having a hard time seeing their intention or their direction. Yeah. But I think they're doing that on purpose. Uh, yeah, for sure. But it's only six episodes and we're four episodes in. So, mm-hmm. come on a little bit. You know? Yeah. So, we have learned, well... 
when Arthur meets up with Steven slash Mark again, um, they start to fight and then Arthur shoots him and you think, oh shit. Well, he's in a bad spot because the God has left him or has been entombed into the little totem thing. Yeah. And so you think, oh, well, he probably doesn't have access to the suit anymore. And we know that the suit basically makes him unkillable. But then he like goes into this like catatonic state. Like I'm thinking he's in his own head, but then I started thinking, what if he's not actually Moon Knight? And I mean, obviously it is because of the way that the episode ended. It like kind of squashed this theory. But my thought process was, what if he's not actually Moon Knight and he's at a mental asylum right now and he's pulling all these people that are at the mental asylum and putting them into this reality that he's weaving in his head because all of the people in the asylum have been in the show. Yes. Like the one British lady, she was the, his coworker at the museum. Mm -hmm. And then the two uh, FBI agents or I think they're FBI. Well, it was in British, but the British. Yeah. British intelligence. Yeah. Um, They were in British. They're in Britain, Andrew. Yeah. And you can't be in British, you <laughs> idiot. Um, and who else was there that I didn't like really notice? Arthur, obviously, he uh, was like the therapist. La- Layla was obviously there. Uh, yeah, and Layla, she was another inmate. And I'm pretty sure I saw the guy that's the security guard at the the guy that's at the front desk that always calls him, the, kept calling him the wrong name. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he was there too. Okay. So, yeah, pretty much everyone has been in the show. In yeah. the show at some point. Well, and like the way that the, the whole facility was structured inside, like it almost looked like they, it was exposed brick, but like it was painted over. Yeah. So it looked like they were in an Egyptian tomb kind of, but it was part of the aesthetic of this facility. And then they had like different statues and paintings that he could have pulled from with like the alligator head the for mountains. the statue, the mountains where he was. Um, you know, just all these different things. And so I thought, oh shit, maybe he's not actually doing any of this. It's all in his head. And then he makes his escape and he's running through the halls and then he finds Steven in a sarcophagus. I'm like, oh, okay, this is obviously kind of in his head, but not like, not that he's actually in a mental asylum. I think it's planted in his head. I think Arthur's trying to get information out of him. Yeah. Um, and like, this is how he's like, car- like compartmentalized everything and his head is inside an insane asylum because he finds Steven inside a sarcophagus and they pass another room with another sarcophagus and they in there. left it and they left it, which we've been talking. There's a third person. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be a third that we neither know about. So I think that was the person in that tomb. Oh, the for third. sure. The one that was like banging and they couldn't yeah. get out. Yeah. Which is also where that one was left standing up. And why didn't they go to that one? Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Cause they both looked at it. Yes. And then they just kept moving. So they're like, well, that sucks. You know that Steven was in the other one, so why wouldn't you go and open this one? Yeah. I don't I don't know. It was strange. And then, and then they met a hippo. They met a hippo. <laughs> a talking hippo. A talking hippo. And she was all dressed in like Egyptian, like yeah. ancient Egyptian garb. And yeah, I don't know. She lo- It looked like to me that she was a representation of another god. That's what I thought too. She was decked. Out. Uh-huh. But I just love that like they run into her, they scream, and she's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. And then they cut. <laughs> yep. Cut scene. So I don't I don't know where they're going with this. I think you're right. I think the hippo's an Egyptian god. Mm-hmm. I am getting less convinced that they're gonna tell us about Steven's mom that he keeps calling or kept calling. 
Oh, that they're going to like answer that question as to what is with Steven's mom. Yes. Yeah. Cause that seemed really important through the first two episodes. And then all of a sudden it's been a non-topic. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. And like Steven hasn't thought to call his mom once since episode two. Yeah, he was calling his mom twice a day at the same time every day. And now uh-huh. he was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I granted things are happening now for him. And so he's probably distracted, but it just seems so odd because they put like a, an emphasis on the fact that he keeps calling his mom. Yes. And they're like, this is my mom's flat. And Lila was like, oh, you're talking to your mom. Layla was like, you're talking to your mom again. Yeah. So there was a bunch of weird stuff, and then all of a sudden, they dropped it. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit bugs me so much. Yeah, it was really strange. Um, well, as far as uh, like how much you liked the episode, uh, compare it to the other, the rest of the season so far. Where would you place it? Um, I think I would have really, really liked this episode if we would have understood the insane asylum part. I don't think we're meant to yet, but I just, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that we only have two episodes left. That's what I'm having a hard time with. Cause I'm going, okay. and I feel like every episode is just making it harder. Yes. Like it's answering some things, but then it's bringing up more things. You're like, what the fuck are they doing? It's just these dudes that like freaking like share a body together. Also question for you. Uh-huh. Is it cheating if your body kisses your spouse, but mentally a different person? Like, is your spouse cheating on you? Yes. I don't know. Because Steven kissed Layla. Steven did kiss Layla, yeah. Mark did not. And Mark got mad and punched himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Because I, I do think that the personalities are all, you know, they all come from the same source. So, they're all just enhanced parts that are that make up the same individual but that it's just they're like the one person is just pulled apart so if i'm understanding this correctly like you it's like so these guys are all mark and steven compose the same person but mark is all of the like the badass hard-ass side like that's more stoic um much more cool and calm under pressure you know, all these things. And then Steven is all the insecurity and all but if you the put them together, worry, one you person. put them together, they're like one person. So it'd be like you, if we took your talents and put them into two people, yeah. one of you would have one talent. One of you would have the other. Yeah. Kind of the same idea. So no, I would say it's not interesting. I mean, I agree that it's not, but I wonder if it would feel different for the other party. Like if, if she kissed Steven and felt like that is not what kissing Mark is feels like like oh. this feels like i'm kissing somebody else i kind of got the vibe that she felt like that the way yeah she kinda, the way that she reacted she was like huh yeah like it wasn't like don't do that again but it was very much like that's interesting i still don't really like fully know how i feel about her yet yeah some scenes i think she's great and some things i'm like i'm just like you, you bug me yeah i don't i don't like you yeah I'm uh, the- i do think she's very well written i think um she's an interesting character but i just am not sure they just, they haven't given her any substance yet. I think the actress is great. It, yeah, she's doing but, great. I mean, yeah. the only the only substance we've seen is her get mad at Mark for killing her dad. Uh-huh. Which I, I, just, I, I thought was more. interesting. She was composed enough to kind of walk up to Steven and be like, can he hear me? Yeah. Like, because I need to fucking know. 
And yeah. if he can't hear me, get him out because I want to talk to him. And then, and then he, came out. he came out. Yeah. Which is another thing in movies when they're like, hey, bad guys are coming. How about we run? And then we can talk about this for. Well, that's what he was trying to do. He's like, we got to go. And she's like, nope, we need to talk about this now. Yeah. And well, like why? I feel like if people are chasing me with guns, I would be like, we need to go, but we need to talk. Uh-huh. I yeah. would not be, I don't know. What do you think you would do in that? I think my survival would kick in over my desire to need to know about what happened to my dad. Yeah. I say that, but I don't know. But I mean, naturally, the survival instinct is like one of the, is the strongest instinct we have. Yeah. So that should take over. And yeah. So I would just think that anybody would be like, let's get out of here first. And you get out and then you can kind of compose yourself and be like, all right, talk to me about my dad. What the fuck's going on there? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But yeah, the whole episode just really kind of threw me for a loop because I thought maybe I kind of was figuring out where we were going with it. And now I have no fucking clue. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely more confused than I was last week. So in a long way to answer your question, I feel about the same with this episode. Yeah. Because they didn't explain if like I I was saying, if they explained the hospital thing kind of wrapped that up so then we could have i i felt like at least understood where he was at rather than anything else i i think i would have uh, different opinions on this episode but Uh, i don't know i'm not really sure yeah what do you think i'm kind of the same just still it's the same as the rest yeah i'm not super loving it but i don't hate it it's entertaining enough i'm like waiting to love it or hate it yeah it is Kamanshu. I was just checking to make sure that that was correct. Um, yeah, I I think I'm really not going to have a full opinion until the end, like yeah. whether or not I actually liked it. And it's going to be one of those things where it was amazing to watch or why the F did I just watch the show? I feel like the rewatchability isn't there with the show, though. Unless the I, ending's really good and you're like, oh. And you, then you kind of got to rewatch it all to get everything. To understand it, which is yeah. stupid. I Although, as I'm sitting here, though, or each week watching each episode, I don't think there's going to be a big cameo. Yeah, I don't think I'm so. getting less and less convinced there's going to be a big cameo, which I'm okay with because I think it's great that they're doing, they're just doing one show, one new character that nobody really knows about, and they're just doing that story, and that's it. If they're going to do one, I think it's going to be after the end of the show when the show's wrapped up. Yeah, and I think it will connect to the bigger picture in some way, but I don't think we're going to have a big major cameo at any point in the show. It'll probably be like an end credit scene in the finale. Yeah. Because we, we talked about this in the past where we think it could be like Blade or Val or someone kind of show up. Yeah. But I think, honestly, most likely, I don't think we're going to see Moon Knight again. Oh, I think we'll see him again. Oscar Isaac is too big of an actor to not see him again. Yeah. I mean, I would like, to, I really like Oscar Isaac. So I would really like to. I just don't see where this is going to fit in the Marvel Universe and where they're going to fit Moon Knight in. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I was getting an idea, but this last episode has really made me go, like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Because it's so different than any other villain. This is so different from anything we've seen, I feel. Yeah. It's so different. But, yeah, I don't know. I still am waiting to figure out why the fuck Arthur puts glass in his shoes. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Um. I hope they answer that question because I really want to know. Um, but where would you rate it out of a 10? 
Six and a half still. Still a six and a half. Are what you? did I give it last week? Did I give last week's like a seven? I think you bumped it up to like a seven or a seven and a half last I'm week. I'm going to keep this one at a seven because I liked the tone that this one took and I liked the weirdness of it, but it's still just not getting me enough that I want Fair. to have the show. So I'll, I'll keep it at a seven. Still worth a watch for sure. Do you have any predictions for next week's episode? No. Okay. This episode made it. Just, I have no predictions to know. The where talking going. hippo. The talking hippo was strange. The whole thing in his head was also strange. Because is he like in his own like sanctuary that he's made inside his own head? Is this like something that was fabricated by a god or this hippo? Because why is she here? I don't know. I need yeah. to like look up too because they're all. Um, they all are represented by a different animal. So I wonder if there's like an actual goddess or something that is represented by a hippo. Goddess of the hippos. Yeah. Or like I mean, goddess would, of the Nile or something. I don't it know. would make sense because their hippos are in that area. Yeah. So I could, and they're all animals in the area. So I could see a hippo being one of them, mm-hmm. but well, in ancient Egypt too, I'm sure like with the Nile when it was like massive, I mean, it is still pretty massive, but there was probably all kinds of shit back there. Like that that river was the source of life mm-hmm. for the Middle East. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's it for season or episode four. Um, we'll catch us next week, same time, same place. It's episode five. Episode five. Hopefully, we have a more questions answered. We'll we'll see. Any questions? A- any questions answered would be great. Um, but yeah, if you have um. Anything you'd like to add about the show, you can do so by adding or doing that on... Wow, let me start again. If you have anything you'd like to say about the show or want us to talk about anything specific about the show, you can do so by DMing us on Instagram at... CultureCouchPod. You can email us. CultureCouchPod at gmail.com. You can do all those things on Twitter. Culture underscore... Couch. Yes. And the biggest way to say thank you for us is, or say thank you to us is by sharing us on your socials. Leave us a review on iTunes, whatever tickles your fancy. But yeah, we'd love to hear more from you guys. So yeah, as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>